Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What's happening? Backdoor cover. August 22nd, 2019. Another day in paradise, baby. College football is here. Pro football is on the horizon. Week one in college football is coming up this weekend. It's all coming together, baby. Brad Key, what's good? Michael Weiner, what's happening, man? Man, I love a good Monday episode. We've got a few things to talk about today, too, which is always nice. I'm feeling quite refreshed. It was a good weekend. Was it? Yeah. I'm glad. Glad you're back. It was a hot boy summer weekend. Oh. We burnt it up, but we all right. I love that. I did not really burn it up. I went to the pool yesterday. That was lit, mm. as the kids say. That's it. That's all I got. That's the whole thing? Yeah. Hot boy summer. It's going down. It's pretty much over now, though. Football season is pretty much here, which... Which means summer is is over, except that it's still 110 degrees here. Yeah, you're. I say your weekend sounds mildly lit. Thank you. Okay. I went to a, a comedy show. That sounds all right. It was good. Uh, what I did you steal like the mic? Something. You're no. the type of guy that go up on stage and just take over. That's not something I did this this weekend. Not today, huh? Uh, not this weekend. Not this week. Not tonight, Tony. Went to, I saw you at a first birthday party. That was lit. I ate way too much Cookie Monster cake. Oh, did I tell you about my happy hour on Friday? No, I guess tell, I, tell, I do tell. I went to a happy hour at uh, Red's Porch. Was this like? Shout oh, out. I thought you were like talking about like networking. You're talking about you and Boo. No, no, just, yeah, just me and the the lady. Shouts to a uh, backdoor cover listener Austin who came and gassed me up. Oh, uh, he he came to the gas station. Yeah, he brought me to the gas station, which is always nice. And uh, they had they had some happy hour specials, and one of them was five dollar bombers, and I was like. <laughs> Okay. Tell us what a bomber is. A bomber is like a, a lo- what's called a large format beer. So generally like a, <laughs> a beer that looks like 24 ounces in a bottle. And, and normally like in a wine bottle. I've never heard of something called large format, but I like that. Yeah, so it's kind of like... It's a jumbo. These are normally made by, by microbreweries. Often they are like Belgian style. They're, they're generally pretty high alcohol level. Would you call it a magnum? Yeah, it's sort of the magnum of a beer, basically. They're big. I mean, I don't know if this was 20 or 24 ounces. Do they come in ounces. gold wrappers? They come like in, this one came in a, in like a wine bottle. Like they had a, you had to take the, yeah, yeah. like, like a champagne, it. It looked champagne like they top. Like, it looked like they put manually put on the little cap, like an old school bottle like that. Well, it was like a champagne top where I'm it had like the, the cage on yeah, the yeah, top. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and she popped it. That's tight. Anyway, there were five bucks and I was like, ah, that one says 2013. They had like five of them. And I was like, that's weird. She was like, yeah, we haven't been selling them. So we're just getting rid of them. Like. Okay, I like Belgian beers. Was it a stout? Yeah, this was like a Belgian stout. It was Oof. kind of a sour. It was quite good. A sour stout. And it was from 2013. So it was. I was like, that sounds good. It's probably old. Like, let's let's drink that. Is, is it good when beers that old? Yeah, I guess the, the these you know the the large format ones are always kind of weird. That I, dark uh, colored glass is supposed to preserve the beer better. I yes, believe. but the beer was stout in color as well. Yes, but and, I'm just saying that's probably why 2013. It helped it live longer because it's got yes. that dark glass. Yes, um, we're we're definitely bre- micro brewers over here. That's uh, you know I did brew my own beer once. We're, we shouldn't talk about this anyway. <laughs> it, it Let's was, stay on track. Here. It was old, and it just didn't like I, it wasn't as carbonated as a regular beer, so it was a little bit flat, but it was still delicious. I was very thirsty. Okay, and it was cold and delicious. So I you're always thirsty on Fridays. I drank half of it, and the bartender poured half and then she put the other half in the fridge because oh, it was so nice. big and that's I was like, that's, that was nice so i drank it pretty quickly and then she came back and she filled the rest of it up and i drank that pretty quickly okay and then i looked at the bottle and i saw that it was a 9.9 percent alcohol content Ooh. 
So essentially, within about a 10-minute period. With an empty stomach. On an empty stomach, I, <laughs> I had crushed four regular beers. And then someone came and gassed you up. And yeah, I was like throwing kerosene on the fire. Yes. Micah's like head explodes all the way outside the window. And my girlfriend just looked at me and like, are you hammered? And I was like, I think I am. I think I am. It went straight to my dome. Inappropriately drunk at like 6.30 p.m. on a Friday. For five bucks. I was like, this is, this is really that, something. See, that's the final catalyst. If Micah gets a deal, he's all in. He's I, ready to start spitting on the floor. We should go, we should go again this lip. week if you oh, want. You want to go? Any day you want. Yeah, no, I'm I'm in for it. Let's do a mobile podcast. <laughs> Let's go hit that bomber special. Oh, yeah, we, we can record it at my, at my apartment. It's right across the street from my place. No one drove, just for the record. I actually walked there. You stumbled uh, home. And I stumbled home. I had one more beer after that, another $3 beer that was on, on special. And I was just slammered. I you, fell you asleep at like nine thirty. It was embarrassing. You need to be uh, hired at the MWBK sales staff because that shit is bought right now. Let's go. Yeah, uh, Red's porch. If you're listening, we're <laughs> you, we just gassed you up, fam. Uh, let's talk about some other stuff we got going. I am I'm excited about this week. Okay, uh, the big college football weekend. This weekend kicks is off. going to be so motherfucking lit. It's going to be awesome, and uh, we're going to have some awesome content. Let's start with Mind of Micah. Live on Mind of Micah right now, it's the premiere episode. It's more of a trailer for my newest show on Mind of Micah. It's called Doctor Talk with Dr. Lupe. Well, preview pod. Yeah. My sister is a doctor, a, a medical doctor. Her name's not Lupe, but she goes by Lupe. Uh, sometimes, yeah. And she is now uh, going to answer all of your medical questions on Mind of Micah. Uh, she's an OBGYN by training, but she's available to answer questions about relationships, about uh, sexual health, about productive health. Uh, basically, any question she may take a, a stab at. So this is exciting stuff. The best way to reach me with these questions is via DM at Micah Weiner. Of course, totally anonymous. Uh, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R. Now you're a doctor, huh? On Twitter and Instagram. You have patient confidentiality with Micah now. Or, of course, call our hotline. 800 <laughs> 800-392-6344, That's the same hotline uh, we have here on Backdoor Cover. So football season's ramping up. Save that number in your phone. Call us with your hottest takes or your questions uh, for Dr. Lupe or your questions for me. Or, or uh, Mike is mailbag. Call him with your doctor questions and then assassinate somebody personally that's a Backdoor Cover fan all in one call. We've got a couple of hotline calls uh, in the chamber that we're going to save in the for, chamber, so to speak. Yeah, we're going to save those for Titan High this week because so people are blasting. Uh, yeah, people are going at each other, and I love it. I'm glad. And uh, even the familiar voice, Will from Michigan, called in. I don't, wow. I don't like him, but, but it's I'm good glad to hear that he him. called. It's, yeah. it's like a nostalgia, and I do like you, Will. So don't listen to him. Well, that's that's okay. That's like your opinion, man. It sure is. Uh, the 365 Things Austin podcast is still going strong. We've got uh, there's an episode that went out today, I believe on uh, the uh, the hottest new restaurant in Austin, if you're interested in hearing about that, uh, as well as, of course, every Thursday, uh, coming up on the big weekend, if you want to know what's going on in Austin, check out 365 Things Austin Podcast. And, of course, most importantly, America's number one golf podcast. Nope, this one. Nope, this one. You're just like me. There it is. That's how the actually that's how the buttercut episode does go. I usually push three or four wrong buttons and then we get it right. America's number one golf podcast. The or well number six 
golf podcast. Yeah. According to iTunes, we are number six, which is pretty impressive. It's no longer self-proclaimed. That's right. This is legit. Yeah, that's real facts. Uh, the butter cut. We had uh, the. We'll take just a minute to talk about uh, our winner, Rory McIlroy, won fifteen million dollars this weekend in the uh, what was the club or the tour, tour championship. championship? Yeah, get paid. Uh, give us give us the the one minute recap, and then of course check out the butter cut if you want the full the full story here. Yeah, Brooks went into Brooks Kepka went into the weekend with the lead, playing really well. Uh, Xander Shoffley was another guy who uh, skyrocketed up the leaderboard after day one. Uh, a lot of familiar faces. I was kind of rooting for Brooks after he had had such a good season. Won two majors, had pretty much led the tour. He, he'll probably still win player of the year, but uh, I kind of wanted to see him cap it off, and he just kind of fell short. Uh, Rory went four under on Sunday and uh, really ran away with it. He won by four strokes over Xander Shoffley, who finished second. Uh, Brooks finished in a tie for third with uh, some other bozo. But, yeah. It was really interesting, and the most interesting part was the format change where they had guys starting in pole position with like 10 under with Justin Rose or uh, Justin Thomas and, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, we're, we're going to deep dive that. There was also some social media chatter, some, some funny stuff, old people, old white people going at each other in the comments of some social media posts from Golf, uh, I think it's Golf Digest. But anyways, lots of good shit. We're going to cover it all in the Buttercut, the number six podcast in the United States of America, the Buttercut. Number six golf podcast. Well, yeah, if you were wondering. That's semantics, Micah. We're still number six. It is, we're number six. We're number six. <laughs> That's right. Check it out, The Butter Cut, wherever you listen to podcasts. You know what else you should check out? What's that? Lisa.com slash BDC. They're back. Yeah, our friends at Lisa. Let's um, get cozy, baby. Oh, you know it. Brad and I both sleep on Lisa mattresses. In fact, we, we sleep on the luxury hybrid mattress made by Lisa. Lisa is the best place to get a mattress. And right now, they are running a special Labor Day deal where you get 15% off your first order plus two free pillows. And we love these pillows. It used to be one. Yeah, this is the best deal they've run all year. Um, Double up on that good stuff. Oh, these pillows aren't dope. That I mean, this isn't this isn't an exaggeration. This is the single best sale they've run sale they've run all year. They've done it twice, I think. I think they ran one uh, Memorial Day. They always do, yeah. But now you got one Labor Day. I don't know when the next sale is going to be, but here it is. If you've been thinking about buying a mattress, now is the single best time of the year to do it. Go to lisa.com/bdc, save 150 bucks on the mattress plus two free pillows. I think they're 60 bucks a pop. These generally. are best Western pillows. No, these, these are pillows are awesome. They're pillows. like designed. Uh, they're, they're clearly like they breathe well designed. They breathe. They're, they're, they're awesome. cooling. They are money making. Lisa knows how important rest is to a better life. Lisa is the foundation of a healthier, happier you. If it's time to get a mattress, do not think twice, friends. Don't borrow your buddy's truck. Don't go to a mattress store. Just visit lisa.com slash BDC. If you, uh, you could, they've got two, cho- two options. They're both awesome. They're standard Lisa mattress is their most popular multi-layer foam mattress. It's made with premium foams for cooling, contouring, and pressure-relieving support. It's lit, too. And then, of course, Brad and I sleep on the luxury hybrid mattress, which is made with premium foams and springs. Foams and springs. Don't forget about Ralph. He sleeps on that, too. There you go. Enhanced pressure relief with edge-to-edge support. The hybrid is thoughtfully designed with the best of both worlds. Love these mattresses. That bed is comfortable, man. Best mattress I've ever had. Uh... I, I would highly suggest it, and, and I am highly suggested. As always, you know that Lisa mattresses are made in the USA. 
uh, and they donate one mattress for every 10 they sell through organizations that work in causes like foster care prevention. To date, that's more than 33,000 mattresses donated through more than 1,000 nonprofits. It's crazy. That's 33,000 Americans that are sleeping on a bed that otherwise won't be. Work speaks for itself. Made in the USA, this is the company that you need to support. Don't miss out. Live healthier, live happier by resting deeper. Order today and get 15% off any mattress for a limited time at lisa.com slash bdc or use promo code bdc. Uh, just lisa.com slash bdc and the promo code is automatically applied. Uh, again, that promo code bdc if you uh, check it out. lisa.com slash bdc. 150 bucks off or 15% off any mattress plus 15% off. I don't know where I got 150. I think it's it's 15% plus two free pillows. Right now, keep in mind, you also get a 100-night risk-free trial plus free shipping and free returns. That wasn't your fault, buddy. Ralph had climbed on the stove and was pushing buttons. I thought I heard something crazy happen. I thought that's why you got a little bit... um, He shook me a little bit. Yeah, he was was trying to drink bacon grease at Son of a Gun. Let's talk some sports, but I I will say we are, Brad and I uh, and MWBK in general, is thrilled to have Lisa Mattress back on board. They are our people. They've been great sponsors and great partners for years. And uh, we believe in the product. We're glad they're back. So Shouts to Lisa. One last time, lisa.com slash BDC. One last promotional note, I promise. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash backdoor. We're going to start pushing it hard this week. Starting two Sundays from now, you uh, will get an additional bonus episode that Brad and I are going to wake up Sunday morning. We're going to record a Sunday morning episode. Nobody is doing this in podcasting. We're going to talk about what happened on Saturday. We're going to look forward to any late-breaking NFL news on Sunday. Might talk fantasy, might talk line changes. There's a lot of cool stuff there. Go to patreon.com slash backdoor. Check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, I was on Circling Back last week with Dylan and Dave, and Dylan was just laughing reading it. Because if you pay $5, you can call you earn yourself the right to call yourself a backdoor baddie or a backdoor bad or a back a backdoor boy or a backdoor baddie depending on your gender or how you feel at the moment. Yeah, it just is whatever you identify as. And we we've, we've gotten some backers. We we appreciate that. As mentioned, you will not be charged until September 1st. So Sunday September 1st, we are we're going uh the $5 tier gets you that extra episode. Uh, the $10 tier gets you the return of power plant picks. Ooh. Oh yeah. That shit is lit. And these will be uh these will be sponsor free. So we can make them even more electric. Plus, uh, we've changed some of the tiers up. So if you looked before, go back and take another look. Patreon.com slash backdoor for 10 bucks. You now get Mitch, uh, Mitch Can't Miss's exclusive picks uh, as a part of that $10 tier. So, I'm frightened to know how electric it's going to be without the uh, the hindrance of ads. Micah is scary. Just, hey, Governor Free, baby. Okay, I wasn't sure what's happening. I don't know. You either. sound like an electric golf I'm, cart. I'm just getting warmed up for the electric, hey, uh, for the power plant. You, this is a safe place. You could just test out some sound effects on me. Thank you. Hey, uh, let's talk some football. Do you want to start with college or pro? Let's go college. Okay, let's do that. Pro still preseason. That's just boring. We'll get to that in a minute. We do have the Andrew Luck news. Of course, Brad, oh, we're going to talk about that's that. A good but let's time. start with college football. Okay, okay. Uh, we'll start with the game Saturday. Florida was a seven-and-a-half-point favorite uh, against Miami and Orlando. Uh, Miami covered, but Florida wins 24-20 to in a fucking game that was unbelievable. It was a good game. Uh, well, it was an unbelievably bad game, but it was entertaining. No, that's what I meant by good game. Yeah. 
Uh, give me your thoughts on this, and then I've got a well, few, few so news items. I was starting to brown out at Toss Pizzeria in the fourth quarter, so I've, the conclusion is a little fuzzy to me. It was a game of turnovers, from what I remember. <laughs> and, you know, it, it was sloppily played. It was the first game of the season. There's Florida on Florida hate, which is a very hateful place. That place is scary. And when they get lit up like that, it, it goes real hard. Well, so. you know what? We'll start with some, some news breaking today. Okay. The marching band director from Florida was injured in an attack by a Miami fan following the team's win in Orlando Saturday, reports the Orlando Sentinel. Did he whip him with a chain? According to the Sentinel, band members were on their way back to the bus when a female Miami fan tried cutting through the group. Director Jay Watkins, quote, went out to try and stop this person, and when he did, someone else grabbed him behind in a chokehold and threw him to the pavement. <laughs> was it Stone Cold Steve Austin? <laughs> no. He didn't hit him with a stunner. <laughs> Watkins suffered bumps and scrapes on his elbow and head, but was tr- and was treated by a paramedic, uh, and took. But he took the bus back to Gainesville, Florida, with with the the band nerds. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm gonna say uh, Watkins will be okay, and the director declined to press charges. But the incident was taken down in a report. So I suggest he stops being such a pussy. Brad didn't know that I was going to talk about. Uh, that when he said that Florida fans are just trash. They, the people of Florida. It's a dangerous place. Yeah. Dangerously lit. I want to read something about this piece from the Banner Society. What is that? The Banner Society. Is that some racist shit? No, 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 no. The Banner Society is the new EDSBS. The new Every Day Should Be Saturday. All, oh. all the crew from Every Day Should Be Saturday. It we sounds kind of like this. a white supremacist group, but okay. It's weird. It's, I don't like the name, but uh, we talked about EDSBS came to an end. Uh, a few weeks ago, and now the Spencer Hall and his team have now reformed as the Banner Society, where they talk college football. They're just trying to get the label off so they can take profits 100% or what? Uh, you know, I don't know. They were with Vox Media before. I don't think they are now. So. Yeah, they went out. Um, anyway, let's. I'll read this. This is from the newsletter that came out Friday, and it was so good. I, I will read some of it. Or, or Sunday, I guess. This game was on Saturday. That's right. Florida gave up an unnecessary penalty on their opponents fourth and 34 with 90 seconds left. And then they basically did the same thing again 30 seconds later. And then they nearly did again almost a minute after that until officials, having seen enough depravity, picked up the final flag. Now, this fourth and 34 that that is mentioned here, I don't know, you might have been blacked out. I was. This was a minute and a half left in the game. Confirmed. Miami, uh, well, here, let let me read more. Uh, Florida threw two picks and coughed up two fumbles. It had roughly twice as many penalty yards as rushing yards, averaging only 1.9 yards per carry. If not for a 66-yard run, this man's team would have gained less than seven yard or a 66-yard bust. This team, uh, Florida, would have gained less than seven yards per throw. They gave up a first down to a kicker named Bubba. That was rough. Don't forget, Felipe Franks did everything possible to lose the game, and then he had the audacity to punt the ball into the stands after the game ended. Felipe Franks, by the way, is trash. In celebration, he punted it into the... Yeah. yeah. He should have been frustrated and punted it in. That would be different. Oh, man. Miami is is just... This I game hope was Mitch just doesn't so, listen to this. because so Mitch, ugly. Mitch took Florida. Mitch has been on Florida for the last two weeks talking about how fast and strong they are. It didn't quite work out for him. He had a big-ass parlay going, and that was the only one that missed. He bet $300 to win eleven grand. Oi. Rough watching that kind of shitty performance. Like they had that game in the back. Like they, 
it it's easily could have been won by just somebody with somewhat competent quarterback play. So I don't know. Miami was just I mean Miami was just terrible though Did, down the stretch. So I, I for those of you not familiar with Manny Diaz's previous works, he coached at Texas as a defensive coordinator, and that team was so reminiscent of the soft ass Texas defenses that old like. It almost hurt watching it. Like when they gave up that fake punt on the first drive of Florida and then just immediately imploded and let them score a touchdown like two plays later, it just felt so many ideas. And, you know, the only thing that's got him going still that like the only redeeming quality is those turnover chains, man, because the kids buy that. They buy into that shit. Like they had a good time with it and they came back and they didn't give up like they typically did at Texas. So shouts to many ideas for at least finding something to, uh, combat soft the turnover chain. The new turnover chain is lit. Oof. How did, much do you think they spent on see, that fucking thing? Did you see the touchdown? Uh, the touchdown ring. Yeah, I think that's stupid. You're not in on that. No, I think they're taking it one step too far. You had a good thing, and now you're you're squandering it with stupid rings. It actually looks like brass knuckles. Well, I think that's that may sort of be the idea. I yeah. love it. Oh, you you're all in on this. Oh yeah. Would I'm you wear in. a ring like that? Uh, if I score a touchdown, yeah, hell yeah. I they would. look like green boogers all over your hands. Uh, well. Perhaps. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, I was looking for the quote. Miami in on their last drive, they had thirty. They had thirty yards in penalties. Okay. They fumbled the ball like four different times and kept recovering it. And then they had third and, and thirty four with ninety seconds left. And the he get the quarterback scrambles. He almost gets sacked. He throws the ball down. It, it had no chance of being completed. Yeah. And the Florida guy just tackled the Miami dude like twenty yards down the field, like the most boneheaded. Like, even if he would have caught did. the ball, which he wasn't going to catch it, he had no chance to pick up the the, the next fifteen yards and get the first down. <laughs> it was terrible. And then that was on fourth down. And then thirty seconds later, they made the same penalty again. And then they made a they had they got called for pass interference on the final play. Um, so did Miami score on the drive? But they picked up the flag. So, no, Miami did not. They just basically went backwards, and Florida won the game 24-20. Jesus. Uh, neither team looked good. Uh, both made turnovers. They just looked like shit. Miami stinks. That's uh, for sure. The fact that they were still in this game was amazing, as poorly as they played. And and they they were playing a freshman at quarterback, but he didn't show me very much. And uh, Like I said, that defense is too soft to be wearing turnover chains. Well, they did it. So that was, that was game one, which... Uh, we should also mention it was quite enjoyable. Oh, that was I fun. I mean, it's also so like, that's what I meant when I said it was good. It was quite entertaining. I mean, it went right down this right down the stretch. the The pass interference on third and on fourth and thirty four, like I was running around my house, jumping up yeah. and down, like it was so it crazy. kept the game alive. It's like that's the only thing you could do that would mess this up was pick up an automatic. Besides first sitting down Indian style to play defense, like that's it. That was the stupidest thing you could have did. It was amazing. Um, yeah, Felipe Franks, by the way, not good. He he is he's so overhyped. There was a big story about him on College Game Day. Um, Mitch loved Felipe him. Franks is, is is not a not a star. I am not intimidated as a uh, Mizzou fan in the SEC East by Florida. Granted, he, we own Florida right now, and he can throw years, a football but, over those mountains over there. But he's not good at being accurate or driving. Like he can throw the shit out of a football. He seems very insecure to me. But we'll just. Uh, I'm not going to get into the kid's <laughs> psyche. Is that part of your Dr. Lupe uh, segment? On no, the she's Michael? a medical doctor. I, I am, I'm neither. Um, there was another game. Hawaii beat uh, Arizona at home, 45-38. If you haven't seen the final play from this, you should. You should go to Backdoor Cover Podcast on Instagram, where I posted the video. Uh, of note, 
as mentioned there in the you've you've got to see this. My uh, uh, Arizona is down seven. Right. As time expires, uh, Khalil Tate, their quarterback, starts scrambling. I think he ran like thirty-four yards. The problem was they were at the thirty-five yard line. Yeah, he needed thirty-five, and he got caught at the one. The most amazing play of 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 the young season, maybe of the whole year. I don't know if anybody will make a bigger play than this. Is the defensive tackle from Hawaii, number forty-nine? I don't know his name, but uh, he forces Khalil Tate. Out of the pocket. Out of the pocket. He's he's harassing him 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage and then stays stays in the play, makes the tackle at the one-yard line. He like flushes he him out of the pocket, turns around and sprints. And, and pulls him down at the one-yard line, saving the game. To save the game. They would have gone into overtime. But yeah. 45-38 is your final. Mitch Can't Miss was all over this one. He had the over. And uh, I, I don't remember. I think the over was 71 on the podcast. It was something in the 70s. And I was like, Mitch, that's a lot of points. It's like, over, over. Just hit the over. Please, just hit the over. Ho- hit the over. And, and he what? also had Hawaii covering 11-point spread, I believe it was. Uh, yeah, they were 11-point dog. Well, if you're following Mitch, you would have won. Because this final score here, of course, 45-38, 83 points. So pretty easy cover. And it could have been seven more. If that, and, and it could have gone to overtime. This game was crazy. So Khalil Tate had 361 yards passing, 108 yards rushing. He is like enough. He is so potent offensively. But outside of that, that team, mm, I hate to say it, they stink. It's. I mean, it's got to be tough to go to Hawaii. But you would say, well, maybe they just played sloppy. Hawaii turned the ball over six times, four picks, and you still and you still lose. Uh, Arizona made two turnovers. Hawaii made you win the the turnover battle plus four. You've got to win that game. I don't care who you are and who you're playing. Mitch said it was going to be a thing of uh, jet lag because they decided not to fly over there till like Friday night for a Saturday game. It's weird. He was like, "That shit's real." Because he had just come back from London. He was like, "I'm I've been sick for like a week." Flux. So uh, yeah, Mitch. You know, when you win eleven thousand dollars on three hundred dollar bets, sometimes you can just go fly over to London for some reason. But Mitch does it. Mitch knows what's up. Well, Mitch, Mitch won. Uh, Hawaii really kind of dominated the time of possession. Thirty-seven minutes of time of possession to twenty-two to Arizona, but six turnovers and you win the game. Another very exciting game. Arizona also had ten penalties for eighty-eight yards. A wild, I mean, this happened on the last play of the game. This was wildly exciting, although not particularly well played. Uh, also, way if you're too an Arizona fucking fan, late. I don't know how you feel. I mean, you you can't feel good. Granted, you play in Hawaii. It's not that big a deal. It's not going to change your season. You've got a star quarterback, and you got Kevin Sumlin, who knows how to operate with a star two-way quarterback, which they have here. Mm-hmm. You've got you've got Johnny 2.0, but you also have Kevin Sumlin, who loses games they shouldn't lose, and now they've done it again. Uh, it's got to kind of kill some. Enth- I mean, it's weird because you got to be like, oh, Khalil Tate's going to you know be a star, but when you lose the first game of the season, the chances of winning the Heisman are out the window. It's just uh, it's got to be a little bit defeating. But as Brad mentioned, 360 y- yards passing, three touchdowns, 108, and 108 yards uh, rushing. Uh, He's a power plant. Of Hawaii offense. had a wide receiver that went for 14 catches, 224 yards, and four touchdowns. Holy shit! Cedric Bird. Cedric Bird the third. <laughs> the second. <Or> the second. <laughs> that would be Bird. so awesome if he well, was the just, third. Just wait till the next next time. The next one's going to go for 300 yards. Their quarterback threw catches. for 378. And four touchdowns. He also had four picks. Uh, college football's back. That, that's the moral of the story, and that's a great thing. Did you watch any college game day on Saturday? No. Well, I was out on that because I was hanging out at Pierce's one-year-old birthday party. 
Yeah, I, I watched some of it. They were at Disney World or Disneyland. That's dumb. Yeah, well, it, it was just the most shameless like uh, promotional thing I've ever seen because ABC and uh, ESPN and everything. Is Home Depot Disney. back? Yeah, Home Depot is back. Yeah, but they're owned by Disney, and they're at Disneyland, and the whole thing is just about how great Disney is. And it was it was a little bit of a, a slap in the nuts. Yeah, a little bit of bat. For those who are adults who shouldn't. I, I pats on the back, huh? Yeah, They're patting themselves pretty good. Oh, this ride was amazing. Oh my god, a I can't Space Mountain. It. I love Disney. This this place is crazy. I love it. This is this is the happiest place on earth. I, Where they have an old uh, what's his name? The guy that puts the hat on his head every time that he picks a team. Corso. Was, he's the only one I'd believe. Corso. He's the only one I'd believe. If he gave an endorsement of he Space wearing, Mountain, I'd believe he liked they, it. When they first started, he's wearing a giant Mickey Mouse hat. Like, yeah, you know his dumbass. He's like, ooh, Mickey. He's, like Bart he's, Reynolds on Celebrity Jeopardy size. Like, he's just working huge. on like a 10-year-old brain at this point, but okay. I mean, can we talk about Corso? Yes. He's too old. Lee he, Corso had a stroke like 12 years ago. He's lost his mind. He's He doesn't add any... I mean, oh he's, he adds, he's 84 years old. Yes. He's too old for television. He They should have taken him off the air 10 years ago. And, and I'm not, like, he's just painful. He's kind of the wild card, though. Oh, like, yeah. He, he took, uh, do you want to guess who he's picking to, to, win the, uh, to play for the national championship? Who? Well, he has Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State in the playoff. Okay. His sleeper team is Utah. Huh. And he has Utah facing Alabama in the national championship game. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, Utah is a like very it. popular sleeper pick right now, though. I will say that. Oh, I thought you were going to say Alabama is a really popular sleeper pick. And I was going to say, nightmare sleeps. I ain't sleeping on that. Yeah. Uh, of course, he's too old, man. He had a stroke 10 years ago. Like, just don't be on television. The wor- he, he, he struggles he to put He is kind of charming. Out. He is kind he of charming is. when he loses him- it. When he gets all riled up and he puts a head on and, and he starts screaming. And the producers do a good job of, like, keeping him off. Like, he's there. If you watch, and it's the same as it always it has been the last he's four or five years. He's just there for, he's the flavor flavor He's of the there show. the first segment. They they go to the bench, or, they you know, they go to the desk, and he, there's Corso and, and, uh, and Herb Street. And uh, what's his name? The the guy who won the Desmond Howard. Yes. And they, they start and Corso says a few things. He talks one game. If you watch, he always turns to uh, Herb Street. Yeah. He just talks leader. to Herb Street because he's clearly like, he's like, hey, don't worry about talking to the camera. Just talk to me because like that calms him or something like it. It's weird. You the way think he does that, huh? It. Yes, I'm 100 percent sure, especially when he struggles, when you watch it. Like he, when he starts tripping over his words, he just talks straight to, to Herb Street and he doesn't look at the monitor. He doesn't look at the camera. And you can tell Herb Street's like, yeah, you're doing great, Grandpa. It's, <laughs> people are going to come at me for this, but it's true. Yeah, attacking old men. But they keep him there the first segment and then they go to break and then David Pollock comes out and replaces him and actually talks football. And then he comes back like for one more segment in the, the first hour or the first, seg- the first segment of the second hour. And he's back for the first segment of the third hour. And he just basically disappears until the pick segment. And that's really what he's there for. Yeah. Is to put on the fucking hat. He's a mascot. Yeah, to put on the mascot head and, you know, sort of pick the games. Um, but that was... yeah. I, See, all of this football is, is why back I'm and saying, I'm happy, man. I love college football. All of this is why I'm saying I believe his, his genuine endorsement of Mickey Mouse and <laughs> Disney. That's very believable. Yeah, other than that, okay. Well, that's... that's uh, that was college game day. That's college football. We will we will meet later this week and talk about the week one games, of which there are quite a few interesting ones. We're going in deep. Yeah, and uh, I'm ready. 
I, I'm ready. And you know where else you need to go? What do you to got over ready? there? Is oh, that got, a magazine? Yeah, I got the Phil Still magazine. I'm, oh, I'm, Michael loves Phil Still. Oh, okay. man. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail your little read there. Well, but. I talked about it on Circling Back. There was not one. I was in uh, Port Aransas last week. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll go get the magazine, read on the beach. There was not one on the entire island of Mustang Island. Because they to were drive, purchased out of stock? Yeah. I had to drive to a uh, Corpus Christi uh, Barnes & Noble. Took me like an hour and a half round trip, but I got it. He's got to be the only person in print that is still relevant. There were only two of them left, too. I went to the whole rack, and they weren't there, and there were two at the front, and I grabbed one. I, I was jumping up and down. It was very exciting. Uh, the Phil Still magazine is the goat. And uh, Does he put it online? You can buy one. or He does, but you can't read. I didn't bring my tablet, and it's like, I don't know. It's better to have the book. Yeah. And uh, it's it's the ba- the Bible of college football. And, Micah and has been be... swearing by this thing since like 2001. This is not an endorsement, by the way. This well, is just I mean, us is. talking Phil about Phil still it. should pay us, but uh, he, he is isn't. not. So. <laughs> this is an organic mention. Oh, geez, that was unathletic. I almost fell down here in the chair. Anyway, uh, we are. I'm just pumped. And I, I'm sure Brad's pumped. Everybody's pumped for college football. Hyped. And you know what you should do if you want to get ready for college football? What's that? I mean, you could start doing burpees and, you know, get in shape. But it's probably a little late for you to to try out and to make your team. But what you can do is focus on football and focus on making some money. On D's nuts? Over at mybookie.ag. Oh, yeah. Our friends at mybookie are back. They God, are the I'm so excited. I love mybookie. It's, I it, love it. It's kind of like Havelock's Dogs. Like when my bookie comes back, that means the best time of the year is here. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget college game day. My bookie is back, running ads on backdoor cover, and we are fucking pumped. I love mybookie.ag. I love them. I love mybookie.ag. I don't have to worry about uh, having a a local bookie who might break my leg. I just go to mybookie.ag. It's easy to use. There's no hassle. Mobile site. Makes placing your bets extra convenient. In fact, they've just redone the website. I was it's looking very the other nice. day. It's clean. It's easy. You can uh, type in a thousand different parlays. It's awesome. They've got lines for everything. If you remember back during Game of Thrones season, Game of Nerds, uh, they run all sorts of entertainment props. Wasn't there a titties prop? Who was yeah, gonna yeah, who was going to show their first titties? They got it all. They really do. But most importantly, they've got football season covered. And you're going to want to gamble on football. Every night of the week, there's football, and now is the time. When you win, they pay fast, processing all payout payment requests, payout requests. I'm sorry, within 48 hours. That's that's unbeatable. Okay, and now a special offer. My bookie is offering listeners of our podcast, Backdoor Cover, a 100 percent dollar for dollar deposit bonus up to a thousand bucks when you sign up with promo code BD. See, so like if you put uh, if you put a thousand dollars in, how much do you get? You get another thousand dollars. Wow! You start with two k. You put in a hundred. Now you're starting with two hundred. That's pretty good. Do what I always do. Put in two fifty to start the season. You have five hundred. Then you got five hundred to spend. Go to mybookie.ag uh, and sign up right now using promo code BDC to get in on this deal. It's really important that you use our promo code. Help us out. Uh, play, win, get paid. Go to mybookie.ag. Sign up today. This is the best place to bet online. We have been working with MyBookie for four years now. Yeah. These guys are here to stay. MyBookie.ag. Use promo code BDC. Uh, the dollar-for-dollar dollar bonus is the best they offer. They always offer it right at the beginning of football season. That's I don't know 100, how long yeah. they're going to last. That's going to last. So get in there now. 
Uh, generally, after the first few weeks, that goes down. So get in there now. MyBookie.ag. Use promo code BDC. We should figure out a way to do some sort of deal where you screenshot your bet slip and submit it to us, and we have like a contest or something. We'll think through it. Yeah, send us screenshots when you sign up. Um, MyBookie.ag. Use promo code BDC. We should talk to our friends over at MyBookie and get, get somebody on the podcast here next week because they, they are running the best online sports You're talking available. about like a, a points maker, odds yeah. maker? Yeah, I'd like that. Uh, Let's MyBookie.ag. Promo code BDC. Okay, we should I'm have done. Mitch go at him. Mitch and the odds maker. That sounds like a good time. Uh, yeah, maybe so. Anyway, check it out. Now's, now is the time. Get get going with football season. I'm telling you, we worked with them for four years. I trust these people. You will too. Uh, industry standard uh, rules apply. So check it out. MyBookie.ag. Promo code BDC. That's it. All right, now let's talk pro football. My favorite thing to bet on. I'm not, I can't bet college they're the most reliable athletes to bet on a professional like they are the most routine they're the most like you know they have averages for a reason they well, actually stick they're not all um they're not all reliable oh yeah because one day you might just turn around and your starting quarterback retires after a sprained uh calf well allegedly uh we're 10 days till kickoff by the way which is fucking dope uh andrew luck retires brad first of all just give me your, your thoughts when you saw this news and uh, how you feel about it. People aren't really talking enough. It will, I'm sure they will soon enough. There hasn't been enough time for people to really explode. But it just seems like he's really fucked over the Colts. And a lot of people, like, the the current pulse that I'm getting is, like, good for this guy. He got out. Like, he was hurt. He put his heart and soul into the game, whatever, and he's out. And that's all fine and dandy. To retire two weeks prior to the season starting it seems a little bit unforgivable. And I'm just talking about from the perspective of you have a franchise and a fan base that's super hyped on the season. They were, I think, they were favored to win their conference. Uh, yeah, certainly, their division. Division. I'm sorry, not conference. And um, yeah, man, this is just devastating. Like, I don't think that the Colts recover from this for two, three years. Like, they, their their salary cap is destroyed. Uh, I don't know. I'm I, I I'm only speculating. I don't have any clue as to why he decided to pull the trigger at this very moment to to retire. But my first initial reaction is, damn, really fucked that franchise up. What's yours? Wow, that's a that's a hot take. I'm I'm. It's not a personal shot at him. I'm just saying facts are facts. Like if you retire two weeks before the season, your franchise, especially if you're as big of a game changing player as he is, they're not going to be able to recover from that. And I don't really feel bad for them. I think Jim Irsay is the biggest jackass in all football. Like, they're a football owner. But I feel bad for their fans. Um, if, of all the people, like him and Jim Dolan are the two that I'd be happy to see this happen to if I was going to be happy. Uh, but I don't know. What, where are you at? It's uh, it's a shocker. We'll start with that. Okay, that's true. Um, I mean, no one saw this coming. Like, I've been listening to, like, football preseason, football, like, live from NFL camps, people traveling around like actually doing interviews with these people nobody saw this coming no and apparently he he sort of made his decision a week ago but um no you're right nobody nobody saw this coming um it is it's a shock that's that's it's certainly the best kept football secret like this type of shit doesn't go under the radar like it leaks there's too much there's too many prying eyes or whatever so however he kept this close to his vest Maybe people should actually like research that. I mean, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think it's certainly quit. a good thing. I mean, thing. if he would have not kept it 
private they could have traded for somebody. Well, I, I mean, a week ago? I guess. I, I don't know. It's, uh, look, if you're, I, I, we saw Colts fans booing him coming off the field. In that a was a mistake. Game. That's kind of fucked up. The only people that have the, let me say this. If Andrew Luck was my dad. Yeah. Or uh, my. Certainly. I'd be. Say or that, my, okay, my cool. husband or whatever. <laughs> I'd be booing the fuck out of him. What? Because he's giving up money that's going to affect me. Oh, come if on, If I'm a man. Colts fan, I can't boo. The guy does whatever he wants. He has so much money. He doesn't need any more money. We, I mean, he could make a, he could make generational fucking wealth. You buddy. know what else he could do? Make general fucking right. Well, I'm looking to like see how much ma- money he's actually TV. made. I, they don't have really his uh, his salary on. Did he take over the Buick commercials after Peyton left? He'd have been a perfect. I don't think Buick, Buick st- it, sales model uh, is still alive anymore. Yeah, they are. Uh, I don't know Buick. Well, anyway, I'm looking for his salary information. They claim he's only making nine point one two million this year, but oh, I'm it? sure with with everything going on, uh, that's different. I mean, if he's in my family, I'm pissed at him. They're, they said that he's given up $21 million this year by quitting, and I'm sure he's got more money coming on the back end. There is nothing in the world. You could waterboard me for 365 straight days yes. if you're going to pay me $21 million. I don't think you know what you're talking about. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with it. That's, that's a lot of money. I know he's got $100 million in the bank. Okay, that's awesome. so then you need so to start this, thinking. So my point is... If you're a Colts fan, you, you you can't boo this guy. He made a decision. If you're if his you're, family, if you're his family, you have to boo him. No. Yes. If you're his family, you're like, I want you to live longer. I want you to live happily. No. I want to be able to you no, come to fam. my sports events. No, I, want to, I need you to get that money for me. <laughs> don't don't you come home? <laughs> Look, pussy. I mean, he might have made a hundred million after taxes. It's less than that. So you think he said I'm retiring, and he went home, and his four year old kid was like, "You're a pussy." There's nothing Andrew Luck is going to do the rest of his life that's going to pay him twenty million dollars a year. Everybody's saying, oh, Andrew Luck, he's, you know, he, he's got, he went to Stanford. He's got these interests. He wants to go to Europe. He could be on TV. You don't think he could be a, uh, he could do a lot of things and they could be very fulfilling for he him. He could be a general manager of a sports team. He, he could, could do be. a lot of sure. Shit. There's a lot of things that he could will do. pay like that. No, it won't. What? Nothing he will do will pay him $20 million the rest of his life. Period. You think so, huh? And that's, that's, that's why I'm mad if I'm, if that's my brother. And I'm getting a piece of the action. If that's your husband. Or if that's my husband, I'm real pissed if that's my husband. <laughs> no more high heels for Micah. Now, that being said, the guy has the right to do anything he wants. That's a fact. And he does have plenty of money in the bank, and he seems like a different kind of dude. But, like, there's a reason dudes don't do this. If you have $100 million, Micah, you don't need 20 more. That's just not true, Brad. You can make $20 million on fucking interest alone if you just put it in a well, low-risk deal. You can make... That means you can make $30 million. Yeah, and you don't need any more. Y- you do. You always need it. Micah. I mean, I, my favorite my Your favorite example of this is Steve Nash. Yeah, I guarantee you, his wife is not pissed at him right now. Well, I I don't I wouldn't be so sure. <laughs> you're such I a sociopath. Mike is. I mean, if you're is that what it is? Cash rules everything around me. Now, I mean, I understand if you're a Colts fan and you're a season ticket holder and you're like, this team they built around uh, having Andrew Luck. They they've got a good roster. Like this is a they're a competitor. This is a team that's a contender right now. And the drop-off between him and Jacoby Brissett is... Significant. Significant. Yeah. You go from being a legit contender to, like, maybe best case, so 500 team. And if you're a season ticket holder and you bought it... Like, I understand why people are mad, but you can't boo. I mean, the, the guy... You you have no idea well, how They're not booing up. him now because he's gone. They booed well, him before he left, and no, that no, was they, a mistake. No, they booed, him, they booed him after the news broke. He was at the preseason game. And he walked out, and as he's walking out the final time, oh, I thought they, I thought they booed him because he wasn't playing. 
No, they booed him because he retired. Ah. And uh, so it's, but I mean, I don't know. The guy has the right to do this. And I don't begrudge him for it. If like, I mean, you have to kind of admire it on one point, unless you're his family. See, that's stupid. What you just said. Yeah. I don't, I don't care. I think it, what maybe you're he saying can't is spend correct. that money. Maybe he can't spend the extra 20 million, but his son might Micah. and his grandson generational fucking wealth, Brad. Micah, God damn. Micah would do. Micah would be sitting on dicks for money right now for 21 million. Sure. Oh God. Come on. Okay. So, what you're saying is all right until you say, unless you're his family. That part is asinine. Oh, damn it, Brad. But on the flip side, if you are a Colts fan, there you have every right to be upset and be frustrated that he decided to retire 10 days before the football season kicked off, 14 days before the football season kicked off. That's you. He has completely submarined any chance they have of being relevant for the next maybe three to five years. That's all I'm saying. Well, but you get you. You got a hundred million th- not, bucks. Nothing in the NFL is three to five years. No, decision. three years is pretty reasonable. Like it, they're okay this year. They're fucked, and their cap is shot because they have they've eaten his cap salary. Like they can't. Like I don't know what the implications are for if they, who they can pick up with that money left over. But guess how many people are good that he could pick up right now? Not very many. They're bagging groceries and shit. So like this year is pretty much a walk. Oh, no, I, I agree. This year is is probably fucked. And and so that means you have to. Draft a quarterback. You have to cultivate that quarterback. Like it's going to take a couple years. It's a process, man. And if he had retired at the end of last year, that process could have started this summer at the draft. But it doesn't. It's now going to start a year later, and that's after a complete waste of a season. Like I don't know that there's much to look forward to as a Colts fan for this year. Like who, now it's just oh, fantasy nothing. football, right? Like that's all you got left. So I don't know. I could see the frustration. I would always err on the side of do what's right for you because the franchise is going to definitely do what's right for them. So, like, I'm not worried about Jim Irsay, but from a fan standpoint, a lot of hearts got broke this weekend. It's true. So there you go. And I guarantee you his family's not one of them, you idiot. I love the conspiracy theory. Which is? Which is his dad is the commissioner of the XFL. (laughs) (laughs) You did bullshit. This is true. People are saying this. No, I mean... Rob Brandt saying it. Okay. The conspiracy theorists are out that he's retiring from the NFL. To go to the X? To go to the XFL. X, baby. I mean, people are already talking. Maybe he just wants to take a year off. He'll come back. He'll get healed. That's not retiring. You know it would be smarter? I just fucking love it. I love the idea of him leaving $21 million on the table and then going to the XFL and Vince McMahon writing him a check for $30 million and him just tearing up the XFL on like the... Could you imagine? The Houston Roughnecks or whatever the fuck their team is called. God, it would be so great. That would be lit. He's from Houston. Yeah. The savior. Oh, he just he comes, comes in back and to, just runs the XFL. To save the league and Problem the problem is if he takes a year off, the XFL won't be around for year two. That's probably uh, Based on track record, so... Uh, he probably could do it without his legs, though. That's what's hurt on him right now. Just put like a full cast on him and let him just stand in the pocket and slang. This sort of reminds me of a guy named Chris Chandler. Do you remember Chris Chandler? He played for the quarterback for the Oilers in 95 and 96. I don't. I was nine. In his entire career, he played 17 years in the league. He never started more than 14 games. And most of them, it was like 12 or 13. Was he a highly he like, started considered a high prospect? Uh, I don't know what his his draft status was. He was a 77th pick overall. So not high. Um, yeah, but he started 
games in all 17 seasons. This isn't like Chase Daniel being a career backup. Like He started 13 games as a rookie. And in what way does this remind you of him? Okay, I just remember Chris Chandler played for the Oilers. Okay. And he was good. Like, he was a good quarterback. A capable backup. No, no, a good starter. Okay. He was a good starter, but he was always hurt. Ah. And he never got healthy. There were always, like, whispers about him being his pain tolerance or not being tough enough. Oh, him being a plus? Yeah, basically. That was always the, the, like, oh, you know, you just can't win with a guy who's not this tough. And he played for, like, a thousand different teams now. I'm, I'm looking one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine teams Holy in 17 crap. years. And he started games in every season. Okay. This is not just a guy who's a, who's a career backup again. And I, there were always these whispers about toughness with this dude, but I think he probably didn't play with concussions and he probably didn't play when his, when his back hurt him or whatever. And he's probably in that prolonged 17 career? years. Yeah. He played longer. And he's probably living a better life than the average guy who would have gone out there and, and played with a concussion the next week, which wasn't uncommon in, in the in the 80s and 90s when this dude played. He played from 88 to 2004. Yeah. Uh, Ray Lewis was just breaking people. And I remember he was good for the Oilers for two years, and then they... Uh, went to Tennessee? No, then he went to Atlanta and started for the Falcons for five years in a row. I guess this is before Michael Vick. And his first two years, he was a pro bowler. He's probably handing, handing the rock off to Jamal Anderson. Dirty bird, baby. Uh, I think it was, let's see, it was 2000, it was 97 to 2001. Anyway. Oh, one would have been Jamal this Anderson. This is all, for some reason, Chris Chandler always sticks in my head because he was a good player and people called him soft and said he couldn't stay healthy. Yeah, but no one called Andrew Luck soft. He was always playing hurt. But he also missed a lot of games. Yeah. With like torn labrums and in his people shoulder. were tweeting that the the Colts had Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck for twenty years, and won only one Super Bowl. They went to two. No, he lost in the AFC Championship. Uh, Luck did. Luck never got there, but Peyton got there at least a couple times. Two other times, I yeah. think. Uh, that's kind of a tough way to look at it, but it do, it does put them in a really tough spot because it's not like the last time when Peyton got hurt and missed a year that they went one in 15. Like yeah, this he's team's not coming pretty back. good. And well, and they're, he's not coming back and he's also like, they're not going to be so bad. They're going to get the first pick. Oh and, yeah. Yeah. And just draft Tua. that's not happening. Good. Uh, no, they're not going to be that bad. And so it, it's a tough deal. If uh, they're smart, they could tank. I think they have too much talent to tank that hard now. That's the problem. They did that once before and it worked, but I don't think that's going to happen this time. The news today is the Colts will not collect the $24.8 million they're owed from Andrew Luck. According to Adam Schefter, the Colts reached a financial settlement with Luck late last week and told their former starter to keep the money, even though it's within their rights to reclaim it. Oh, wifey's happy. Micah wifey's happy. Luck would have owed the team $12.8 million as a prorated portion of the $32 million signing bonus he received in 2016. He would have also owed another $12 million in roster bonuses he was paid in March. So that means they're ending on good terms. If they're willing to give up that much That's money. That's so much money. That is a lot of fucking money. I mean, I just remember when Ricky Williams kept getting, kept retiring and failing drug tests and shit. It was always like, oh, they're gonna, he's going to have to repay all of his signing bonus. And Andrew Luck just quits on the team a week before the season starts. And they're like, yeah, just keep 25 mil. You're good. Don't pay us back. Ursa's got that cash, God, boy. I mean... That's actually kind of the only it's kind of decent crazy. thing he's ever done. Well, that's true. He's been decent for his drug dealers over the years, too, though. He's supported a lot of industry. 
He kind of reminds me of uh, Mel Gibson when he called that cop sugar tits. That <laughs> seems like a real Jim Irsay Seems Ursay like something move. Jim Irsay might have done. Sugar tits. Uh, well, that's you got anything else on Ender Luck? Nah. Okay. Go we'll get see. it, boy. I mean, I would I would assume that he's going to go quiet, go dark. We're not going to hear him on TV this year. Or go something. quiet into the night. Yeah, I, th- I think we do, we don't hear anything from Andrew. He Luck is a wet a blanket interview, don't you think? Generally, but you know, Tony Romo was basically a wet blanket interview too, and he's the best person on television. He is now. fantastic. If, and, Lu- and I mean, Andrew Luck, Luck is probably smart as, He's yeah. definitely smart. Like, I mean, it, if could he, you imagine him and Romo being like dueling analysts talking about coverages and like what play is coming next? That could be some interesting shit. I, I mean, I, how much is Romo getting paid, Micah? Probably more than twenty million dollars. No, the, the he's making like six or seven million dollars per a year. year. Yeah, that's not twenty million a year, Brad. <laughs> shit. He's going to make $20 million again if he wants to. But not in one year. Oh, okay. That's semantics. It's not semantics. Hey, apple, tomato. You're being ridiculous. Tomato, tomato. You're being ridiculous. Fuck. This is a good Monday pod. Let's move on to some other NFL news. There's not a whole lot going on still. This has been a weird uh, camp. Normally, there's. I feel like there's a lot more like significant news, and there just isn't much right now. Uh, Case Keenum will start week one for the Redskins against the Eagles. That's uh, according to head coach Jay Gruden. Uh, no surprise. Colt McCoy hasn't practiced all season, and uh, Dwayne Haskins is the, the yeah. quarterback they took. Rookie. He's not ready. So, uh, Case Keenum's a decent starter. Yeah, he's, totally he's, capable. Uh, he's Chris he's Chandler. Like a Jim quality. Kelly. He's like Chris. He's not. He's no Jim Kelly. Wait. Well, who is the player from Chris uh, Chandler? That's who I was started. going for. He's Chris Chandler. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. probably a very good comparison. Okay. There's Antonio Brown news. Okay. Uh, Antonio Brown has lost again. And uh, according to Pro Football Talk, he, and he's won again. Per a source with knowledge of the situation, the neutral independent arbitrator has found that Brown must find a new helmet model. He lost a second appeal, basically, and that he cannot wear this, the shut, shut air advantage. It's the second time Brown has lost a helmet grievance in less than two weeks. This fucking new helmet has to be the most comfortable thing in all of America. Like, they're not giving you shitty helmets in the NFL. Brown will accept the decision and move forward in a new helmet <laughs> He has narrowed his options after hearing from multiple companies uh, that wanted to customize a helmet and that want to pay him to wear it. Do you think that those meetings went like the entourage meeting? They're like Coca-Cola and uh, Antonio Bush in this helmet. Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown in this helmet. Thus, on top of the $30 million he'll make over the next two seasons with the Raiders, he'll get something from a helmet manufacturer because he's going to get a he's custom. He's going to be pushing that shit. He'll have the custom Antonio Brown helmet. Ridiculous. I wonder how many people there are out there that need custom helmets made. I don't know. Drew Rosenhaus somehow. I, I I don't know, man. I I feel like this whole thing has just been an act for publicity, and it's sort of worked. So congratulations. He's like he's kind of like um, what was the the boxing promoter from back in the day with Mike Don Tyson? King? Yeah, Rosenhaus kind of has a little Don King in him. Yeah. Hey, one other note on Andrew Luck, and we should mention this before we move on. Over the last six NFL seasons, that's how long he's been in the league. He's had a torn cartilage and two ribs. He has a partially torn abdomen, a lacerated kidney that left him peeing blood, at least one concussion that we know about, a torn labrum in his throwing shoulder, and this mysterious calf ankle injury uh, that he has now. I should also mention that I heard uh, yesterday that he, his first two years in the in the league, got hit like 70, per, 70 times more than any other player. Um like Andrew Luck got beat the fuck up his first couple years in the league. And this is so 
it's sort of it, this is as much this is the Colts' fault. It is the Colts' fault, but I'm pretty sure they took like three or four offensive linemen that just didn't hit in the first round, like right after they had taken Andrew Luck. Like I think that they intended to like fortify that offensive line. No, it didn't work, and it did not work. And and it, I mean, beat, that's beat just as damning as if you don't draft an uh, offensive lineman. If you can't hit ever, like if you miss two or three in a row, then yeah, you're fucked. Yeah, tough break. Andrew Luck gone. Hey, if you want to hear more football talk, visit our Patreon. Patreon.com slash backdoor. Patreon.com slash backdoor. You get the return of power plant picks, plus uh, plenty of other football stuff and Sunday morning episodes. Brad, I think we're pretty much done here. That was uh, a lit episode. Yeah, check out the Buttercut, America's number six golf podcast, for a full uh, recap of the Tour Championship of the, tour the 2019 championship. season. And the season the in general. This will be a great episode. Brad and Peter the Irish guy. We're going to wreck it. Plus, call our hotline, 800-392-6344. 800-392-6344. We've got some calls we're going to play during Titan High this week. Plus, check out uh, our sponsors, lisa.com slash bdc. And, of course, use promo code bdc at mybookie.ag. It's the best place to place your wagers this football season. Hey, check out patreon.com slash backdoor, too. Just if you're bored. I think you'll enjoy it. Brad, you got anything else? That's it, and that's all. Back later this week. Check out mine and Micah. Um, I got nothing. Mm, Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.